Hello, and welcome back to Ad Tempted, where we make ads for things that don't really need them. I'm Sam, and I love magical creatures. I'm Chris, most likely to be voted a muggle. John couldn't make it today, but don't worry, we have a special guest filling in. Our special guest is an award-winning art director whom I've had the utmost pleasure of working with both in school and in the agency world. Aurelie Diaz, welcome to Ad Tempted. Hi, guys. Thanks for inviting me. Very excited to be here, listen to all of the ideas, but mostly catching up with you guys. Thanks for coming on. Can you tell our listeners a little about yourself? Yes. um, I'm an art director at independent agency Gut in Miami. We're working on a ton of clients such as Activision Blizzard, Popeye Chicken, Philadelphia Cream Cheese, Michelob Ultra. Um, Yeah, most of my colleagues are like very, very ad nerd, but I'm just a nerd, so. Very happy to be here for this brief today. Well, we're so glad that you're finally on with us. And with that, uh, let's dive in. So our game plan today is to share ideas, choose one we like, and then execute a campaign. As always, we'll share our final executions on our Instagram and website. So please be sure to check those out. What is the product we're tackling today? All right. So today we're working on Fantastic Beast from the Wizarding World film series. Uh, So for those of you who do not know that, they are rare creatures with magical abilities like invisibility, infinite storage pouch, and even lockpicking. Unfortunately, many of these incredible animals are viewed as monsters because their powers don't meld well with human society. As a result, they're often attacked on site, locked in cruel constraint, and sometimes hunted to extinction. So for our goal today, just as the film's main character Newt works to protect these creatures, our objective is to ideate a conservation campaign. Our approach needs to improve the negative muggle perception so that they're not seen as monsters, but rather as the fantastic beasts that they truly are. What, you rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Sam, why don't you kick us off? There is a sense of awestruck wonder that hits when a magical thunderbird soars through the sky above you, bringing rain, or when a bow truckle reveals itself amongst the branches of a tree. These amazing moments bring a new layer into the already magical world of nature, and if we don't protect it, we could lose it all. So help save these fantastical creatures and don't take the magic out of a magical. Mm, I I love the sentiment so much. I was thinking a lot around how like animals are one of the purest expressions of like mother nature's magic. And I love how you've expressed it here. Yes, very poetic. Lots of beautiful visuals uh, that could leave here. All right. And the next one, Revelio Fantastical, because it's magical spells. Fantastic beasts have long lived their lives in the shadow, hiding from the eyes of ordinary people, so much so that their memories have become nothing more than fairy tales to us. Unfortunately, there isn't a fairy tale conservation, so a few that do know of these creatures can poach without the worrying of prying eyes. We're going to change that. We're going to revelio or reveal these fantastical creatures, bring them to the forefront of the modern world and share their plight. We're going to reveal the fantastical. I love that you felt the need to say Revealio. It is a magical spell. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the muggles in the room, I think. Yes, yeah, you know. very important. I have actually something very similar to that one. Maybe we can do like some Frankenstein, like the clients love. Ooh, already Orly, do you want to go next then? Yes, the perfect transition. Look at this. My first campaign is called Reveal the Beasts. Have you ever wondered why some people make it? Why them? How special are they? Why do, why do they stand out and live our dream? 
How does Usain Bolt get to be the fastest man on Earth? And how does Elon Musk reach 223 billion worth net in a few years only? Yeah, the answer is Fantastic Beasts. It is such a shame that nobody gives them credit. They live in the dark, invisible. Everybody's trying to make a thing that they don't exist. But maybe people will love them more if they realize that, one, they do exist. And two, if you treat them as partners, they can make your muggle life way, way more interesting. So here I really went full on like they exist. And the rich people know that and they're using them. And the poor people don't. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Illuminati. Yes. Conspiracy like like theory. Oh, oh my God. God. We just have all of the best transition with the Illuminati. It goes perfectly on the second campaign. So it's really fun. My first is reveal the beast. Second is remember the beast. And my third campaign will be love the beast. I like the, I like the path. Okay. So remember the beast. Fact. We most likely all got obliviated once or twice. It's no conspiracy theory, it's just the truth. Astrology Beast, Unicorn, Dragons, and all of the Marvel movies didn't come out of nowhere. It is somewhere in our brain. A faint memory has resisted the spells. And as muggles, we live in an advanced society with technology and science. Psychiatrists, neurosurgeons, dream analysts, and hypnosis specialists can help us remember. We will call the medical community to finally help and prove the existence of the beast so that we can stop this global denial. I love how we're making this like a global phenomenon because they actually are. It, it totally works for, for what they are. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great insight. and I love it. I mean, I did think that I was some type of sorceress when I was younger. I even tried to convince people that I was. Mm, you Have you tried to obliviate someone once or twice? Yeah, I would, I, would literally just, I would literally just tell people like, you cannot realize that I am magical because you're a muggle and I am literally controlling your brain. <laughs> okay, the third and last is called Love the Beast. I went a little far here. Bear with me. The chemistry between Newt Scamander and Tina Goldstein has shook the public as one of the most loved love story. Right between Rihanna and ASAP Rocky and Harry and Meghan, <laughs> Newt and Tina enchanted us by their magic and their love. And let's take a moment to remember how their love was born. Newt couldn't stop himself from telling Tina that her eye looked like salamander eyes. And in mythology, the salamander is a fire animal. It is a symbol of passion between two beings. And you know what else has fire and passion? Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> let, let the fantastic beast help you in your quest of love. Oh, man. If, uh, if a niffler could help me find love, I'd, I'd be signing up right now. I'd be out there <laughs> campaigning to, to save these guys. I got to say, slipping in tender, John's going to be so upset he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> As he should be, honestly. Yeah. All right, Chris, what about your stuff? Oh, man, tough acts to follow, guys. Tough acts. My first idea. You know, when it comes to magical creatures, beauty is really in the eye of the beholder. And the wizarding world is full of both dangerous and incredible things. And we 
You know, you and I, the individual, are the ones who get to make the distinction between those two things. We can decide to see the natural beauty around us for what it truly is. So with that in mind, let's not just choose to live in a beautiful world. Let's choose to live in a beastiful world. The poet crease is out. Yes, I love it. <laughs> beastiful is a wonderful word. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Uh, moving right along, number two. You know, humans, we're, uh, we're a quirky species. Some of us disappear from the action the moment that things get dicey, while others of us have prohibitively expensive hobbies and impulses. And, you know, magical creatures are in the same flawed boat. They make mistakes, misinterpret danger, and have been known to pilfer what they probably shouldn't. There's a lot that separates beastkind and humankind, but at the end of the day, we are all just fantastically flawed in the same way. I honestly love that one. Like, the insight is so true. I feel like even among humans, we kind of push some on the side because they're different or because of their flaw. And we're just doing the same with this other species of beast. It's really cool. It does a really good job of, like, relating to the strange people of the world like me. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this one. I feel like there's just something so powerful about bringing inclusivity, not just to, to humans, but also linking it to, to our beasts. Um, so I'm glad that we had a strong reaction to the first two, which means that if the third one tanks, uh, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still in a good place. No, I do have one more um, that is a bit of a reach, but I'm intrigued to hear what you guys think of this one. If hugging a combustible erumpet doesn't sound like your particular cup of tea, you are not alone. Frankly, magical creatures are not the biggest fans of people either. It's okay to not like each other, but we do need to respect one another, or at the very least, have a healthy fear of one another. So the next time that you see an erumpet raging down your street, just know that you don't have to be its best friend. Just fear it. Respectfully, of course. The tagline here being, fear me respectfully. That is great. That is great. <laughs> I, I feel like it applies to any animals, even not like fantastical beasts, which I think is a very cool, like, true insight. You know, it's like, you go snorkeling, but please respect the boundaries with you and the turtle that's swimming with you, you know? It was traffic, you see. I couldn't leave him there. Had to bring him back. I love all of our ideas. How do you usually do to choose one? <laughs> we talk around in circles <laughs> until, we finally, <laughs> until we finally get everyone on the same page. Can I throw something out there to help us choose? Go for it. I would like to not fall into this dark hole because, you know, the planet is dying and species are disappearing. And do we want to make a campaign that's somber and resemble our sad reality? Not sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, that's a fair point to bring up. I'll also say that in so much as our goal is to like improve the perception, I think that folding in humor is is one thing. But I also think that the wonder that both of you have brought up is definitely an area worth pursuing because animals are Mother Nature's magic. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of execution, Orly, I have a question. When you were writing up Reveal the Beast and you name-dropped Elon Musk, were you thinking that part of this campaign might have like a really intense like Apple keynote style like reveal of our beasts as like part of the execution? Yes, so here is the execution for Reveal the Beast. We remake all of the Apple print ads <laughs> since the first one in 1993, but we add 
that fantastical beast on the background. It, imagine is as if a Mick, it's a sorcerer that's an art director and that casts the spell Revealio on a print ad. And then all the beasts are revealed. <laughs> oh man, that is so good. I do like pairing famous people with their magical counterparts that helped them get to that point. I feel like we could talk about like... You know, everybody asked the Kardashian, oh my God, what is your night cream? Why does your face look so perfect? And they always are very evasive. You know, there is no real answer. Oh, sure. They have the best dermatologist on earth. Uh-huh. Sus, if you ask me. <laughs> it would be really funny to have like a, a video edit of all the times where someone dodges the question and then we we come in with this this conspiracy voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What are they really hiding? Or like you stop the tape, like, aha, it's at this moment, we knew. <laughs> and the thing that I love is that this is such a social campaign. A lot of people will like get involved and be like, oh my God, actually, you know what? When I went to see like Beyonce at her concert, she like changed her outfit in like literally 0.03 seconds. How's that possible? We can tweet like, ah, what else did you notice that was weird? You know, what else do you think is a uh, fantastic beast are doing? Mm -hmm. Like Jeff Bezos, there's like an early interview of him. And then we pause the screen, zoom in behind him and you see a niffler in the back. <laughs> and it's actually been stuffing its stomach with a bunch of money. It would explain a lot. Man, you guys, you guys are rolling with some video ideas here. I'm liking it. I mean, always good when... You can brainstorm on an idea and prove that it has legs. That's always a good sign. Are there any other ideas that were standing out? I kind of feel like there is something in like Revealio Fantastico that could be linked to Reveal the Beast. Not just in like the phrasing, but I really like how you're bringing the lore of who these beasts are and what they can do into our world. And I'm kind of wondering if that's something that we could build on to creating our own lore as we're exploring the lore of these conspiracy theories with celebrities. Yes. And please, can the tagline be very, very small on the bottom right of the print and say, Revealio is a magic spell. <laughs> <laughs> you have to use like a magnifying glass to see it. It'll be an asterisk. Like legal copy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I do agree. I feel like those two are like building on each other a lot. This is solid. I think this is solid. Yeah. I'm liking it too. I mean, Orly, I, I think you have a good point in trying to avoid something that's more doomsday y. Although I will say, I love the Remember the Beast conspiracy theory angle. <laughs> um, I also think that Fear Me Respectfully could be it could be something but i think it's a little more parochial in scope as opposed to reveal the beast so if you guys are liking this direction i say we go for it if sam you're down i am down to go with the revealing area and kind of dig in and see what magic we can do together yeah i'm down with that sounds good that is exactly why they accuse me of favoritism Alrighty, so Reveal the Beast. Where do we see this living? Orly, you had thrown out at one point that this could absolutely be social. I totally agree with you. Sam, you were talking a little bit about out of home. Um, but I really do think that we could push ourselves to do some some AV stuff here. And I, I feel like it could be simple, but I'd like some more insight on it. When you were speaking, it allowed me to think of 
the power of motion design here. I do think that the reveal moment, like this between the before and the after, between the empty print and the print with the beast is very important. Like what if it's banners? Add banners on the website that when you scroll over with your mouse, it reveals. Have a CTA, like reveal the beast yourself, like open your eyes, look at the truth. Chris hasn't been to the Wizarding World yet. Have you been, Orly? Mm, yes, actually, once. In You're talking about Universal Studio? Yes. Have you done the magical wand stuff? I didn't. I wish. I wanted to push those kids so I can go, but my husband stopped me. You should have pushed them. Um, <laughs> for Chris's sake, there's parts of the, the park where you can actually stand, and if you buy a wand, you can actually do motions with the wand and make things happen. We could play with that, like you were saying, like banner ads where if you do a certain motion with your mouse, like a circle or maybe like it's an X or a Z or whatever, it could actually make the spell happen and it would reveal what it is. I like this. Yes, absolutely. Just in making sure that everything we're doing is laddering back to the Fantastic Beasts. Sam, are you thinking that those motions that you're doing with the mouse is that maybe like how people get to our homepage potentially yeah i mean that could be something too i it's just mostly the reveal magic to reveal the beasts that exist okay i'm trying to think about very specific executions just to throw some nice advertising reference in there you guys remember the stabilo highlight print campaign where it was black and white pictures one was a picture of like the nasa room and there's only one woman in the crowd. And then there is this stripe of like neon yellow stabilo color. And it was like, you know, stabilo, reveal, I don't know, the important moment of history. I feel like our print campaign kind of leave within the same technique. I remember that ad. That was pretty cool. I think it was highlight the important. I'm trying to think about a mechanic to reveal. I mean, obviously, we can do this very quick, like fading motion design, very, very easy, like to comp. But I'm wondering if there is some type of um, either printing technique or like the 3D glasses type of views where you can see it with your bare eye, but then when you move it or when you put on the glasses, then it reveals, you know? Like, you, you know, this paper that like, yeah, I I don't remember what they're called, but yeah, I, I have one. Let me go grab it really quick. I'm going to describe the moment for all the people that listen and cannot see. Chris is running and just passed a back door and we're now waiting. Oh, he's going back. <gasps> yes, this is what I don't know need. what this is called. Ventricular. What is this? Ventricular. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Wow, Sam. Ten point. Sam got the 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, Chris, you get 10 points too. Yeah. So a ventricular, guys, is this picture. Wow, how am I going to explain that? I do not know. Please, someone that speaks English, help me. <laughs> a ventricular print is a print that actually contains multiple images within one image so that you can view different things at different angles. So our social will be animated, our print will be ventriculars. And you know what will be super cool? Big freeway out of home so that you drive by it and you just, it looks like a fucking Apple print ad. But then when you keep driving, bow wow, it's a fantasy beast print ad. And then you know what's even cooler? It actually gets people to think, oh, what just happened? You know, this like magical moment. 
I don't know if that's going to be okay on a billboard because if someone's like, what the hell just happened? And they crash. <laughs> it's not so magical. Oh my God. You know what you sounds like, Sam? You sounds like an advertising teacher. Yeah. Sam. Oh, I thought it sounded like a client, but that's fine. Sam, we're surprising and delighting people. What happens after that? <laughs> that's, true. that's true how can we do the opposite so right now we're asking people to reveal how all of those successful people made it but how can we bring the special to the people like hey you cannot sleep here is a magical beast that you know help with sleep does that make sense i think so it it sounds a little bit like taking Like first we see what the beasts have done for famous people. And then like the second phase is we move into what the beasts can do for, for the rest of us. Finding ways to get people to use magic beasts actually makes me think like, should we, should we pivot? Because really we're trying to conserve these animals, not market them. What if these uh, famous people are actually abusing these creatures because they're using them? Like we should stop people using fantastic creatures and let them be on their own that could be another direction that we can think maybe they're not abusing but they're not giving credit like that's the bad part of it right is that kim is pretending that it's her dermatologist and not her fantastic beast and that's not fair revolution free the fantastic beasts talking in phases has got me feeling like maybe sam to your point the first part of this campaign is focused around the reveal Maybe the second part is the sort of release stage where it's like, now we revealed them, now we release them. I think what we need to kind of think around is like, how do we push people to then say like, okay, like I know beasts are like out there in the world and they've had this influence. Like what now is going to like push me to change my perception to want them to like be free? Yes. I like those two phases, reveal, release. The beast. Okay. So. I mean, we've got a lot of great ideas for, for revealing. Yeah. Why would people want to release beasts that made them 223 billions in a few years? That's my question. It's like, is that a realistic ask? I mean, I think the public would pressure them to release. Like, we would have to, like, call on or do a petition or, like, shame them for war crimes. Shame. Shame. <laughs> but again, I, I think that kind of comes back to why we really need to wield like pop culture here, because that's going to help us basically like get the wave of momentum we need in order to to be able to get these guys free. Do we just I, I don't know if we need to tackle that second part. I feel like our part is the pressure. Our part is the reveal. And then society will do their thing, you know, it, That's how it always happens. Even if we kind of have each thing live on its own, um, there needs to be a, and I guess this is on me, like there needs to be like a CTA that kind of pushes people to either learn more, to join the cause, mm -hmm. um, to basically like become a part of the wave that we want to inspire. Uh, I This just has been percolating in my brain for a little bit. Um, so I think if we're doing reveal the fantastical as the campaign the tagline should actually be free the fantastical 
because all that we're doing is revealing that these things are being used and abused and we want to free them from being used, but also free them from having to hide from society and allow them to be accepted. Do you think one print ad can both say Jeff Bezos is there thanks to a fantastic beast and free the fantastic beast in the same print ad? That's, that's what I'm trying to like. Honestly, I think that if the visual is able to convey that the fantastic beast is doing two things, one is contributing to that person's like success and two, like obviously does not belong there. I think mm -hmm. that gets us the, this isn't right angle. And then the, our messaging or our CTA rather that Sam has brought up free the fantastical kind of gets us to that second phase that, that we're trying to push people to, to believe in and advocate for. Yeah. And even if it's yeah. through copy, like Jeff Bezos's billions uh, were pilfered by a Niffler kind of, I mean, that's really bad, but like the generic idea is like <laughs> pilfered by Niffler, free the fantastical where he's abusing, free them from that. I like it. I think that summarized our goal very well. Uh, cool. So Bezos, Kim Kardashian, I'm trying to think of someone else that maybe hits like a slightly different like target or demographic. Cause I feel like those, like those two are people that like the three of us know, um, but yeah. is there someone who maybe hits like a slightly like younger audience? Oh, like a famous TikToker. Like, have you ever <laughs> wondered why this TikTok gets eight millions of views when literally nothing is happening on screen? And it's because there's a fantastic beast in the background. Ah, oh, alrighty. I mean, there's there's tons of TikTok stars. Oh, oh, oh. Let's take um um Bella Porch. She's like. One of the top, I think, TikTokers at one point. Logan Paul, the UFC fighter who seems to win every fight. Yes, that's weird. Obviously. That is sus suspicious. AF. I just did a quick search. I think it's actually Jake Paul who does the UFC fights. Okay. So early for, for social, where we're kind of like calling out these celebs, are you imagining that this is just like an organic thing that we are doing to drive awareness? Are you seeing us as being like partnered with these celebrities in some way? I I see it, um, some like artificial intelligence that will just blast comments everywhere on like all of those celebrities posts, you know? There are Twitter bots that do that. My wife has set one up before. <laughs> Honing in on people who have like almost unrealistic success or in unrealistic scenarios should probably be like the focus. But uh, I think that's I think that's something to definitely consider. I want to make sure that we have beasts that kind of match up off the podcast. Unfortunately, sorry, listeners, but um, we'll find the beasts that kind of have the abilities that help them that they can exploit and then we'll connect them to what they will end up doing in the end. There is this invisible guy. I'm wondering. Oh, I know for the invisible guy. Okay. Right now, Kim Kardashian is literally like buzzing again. She's literally saying, I don't know why nobody wants to work. And if you don't work hard, nothing is going to come to you. And then in the background, we see this invisible beast just like working for her and doing all the work for her. <laughs> and, and a line that just like came to me for like the Kim Kardashian example. But I really like the idea of that reveal mechanic with the ventricular. And I'm wondering if like the copy could kind of like follow that as well. So when you walk up to the ad for Kim Kardashian, it starts with beauty and then you change positions and it says, and the beast. 
Ooh, what about for <laughs> Jeff Bezos? It could be um, that's good, that's good. maybe billionaire and then you switch and it says penny pincher. Maybe like Jake Paul, you just kind of see the word fight, but then fix the fight. Oh my God. Yes, approved. But yeah, quickly going back, I, I I feel like we need like some activation moment for this. It could be like those videos that you're talking about, Sam. But I also want to you know give a space if we think of something else that we want to use to kick off this campaign. Okay, what about after the credits of Fantastic Three? If you stay in the theater to see what's about to happen next, you see boom this awareness campaign. Fantastic beats are actually being taken advantage of all over the world. <laughs> I, I love that. A movie partnership totally makes sense. But I want to take it a step further into advertising world. Could we buy a trailer that play like before the movie? Or do we like the end of Fantastic Beasts more? Before might waste the experience for all the fans going to see the movie. And maybe they will guilt them a little bit for being there. Versus at the end is like, you enjoyed the movie, now go save them. Yeah, it'd be like the no animals were harmed in the making of this movie, but no fantastic beasts were harmed. Okay, so it sounds like that activation is going to be an end credit scene that is about the beasts in the movie and like where they are and where they need to be. If I hadn't managed to rescue them, that could have been the end of Grapporns forever. Okay, so let me run through the campaign we've got. Our tagline is Free the Fantastical, and we're going to activate the campaign with an end credit scene on the upcoming Fantastic Beasts film, featuring people releasing beasts into the wild and giving our audience a CTA to learn more about our cause. From there, we're going to feature lenticular-inspired executions across web banners, TikTok, AV, out-of-home, and print, where we reveal Fantastic Beasts contributing to the success of celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Jeff Bezos, and Jake Paul. Each of these placements features contextual copy that hints at each beast's power, like looking ahead of the trend and billionaire penny pincher. To drive home the conspiracies, we'll take to social with spicy celebrity callouts, stirring the pot for people to learn more about beasts and push them to help free the fantastical. That is an awesome campaign, guys. Awesome work. Yay! Exciting. So excited to see it live. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah this is a fun one. I We, we have not had a tough time choosing insights like that for a while so that was that was fun to fun to go through yeah thank you for bringing a different perspective thank you orally for being here of ah! that was so fun <laughs> <laughs> no that was so fun i really think that this type of exercises are very important as creative at work we work on such like serious things but at the end of the day we're, mm. at the end of the day we're creative you know and it, this was such a joy to do Thank you. You're welcome back anytime. Here, here. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all of the time, honestly. <laughs> With that, thank you so much for listening to Ad Tempted. Uh, if you liked what you heard, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see the final form of our campaign, it'll be on our website and on our Instagram at at Ad Tempted. That's A-D-T-E-M-P-T-E-D. Uh, and Sam, what are we going to be doing next? Next week, we're going to be turning your world upside down. 